This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello. And welcome to Line Dance Podcast with... Megan Barcelia. And Christopher Gonzalez. Just getting toward the end of the year and the school year for Sonoma State Line Dance Club has ended as of a couple weeks ago. We had our last session of the semester because the semester ended for all of Sonoma State University. And so... We could have kept going, but we would have been dancing in the parking lot, in the cold. Even in California, it gets cold in winter. Today, we are going to break down the 48 dances that we taught during the fall semester at Sonoma State Line Dance Club, and we have them all here in front of us. We'll go down the line to start and uh, let you know what they were. We actually have one more, now that I think about it. Mm. The same night that you uh, taught one I also taught um, Boots Mm. to Samantha. Oh, and we also have Ride That Train, technically, while Samantha was there one night in Ives 80, but she didn't learn it. And then we didn't do it after that, so it's not on the list. But if anyone wants to learn Ride That Train by Scott Blevins, we used to know it. So yeah, this list is is almost everything, but... uh... Just keep in mind that Boots is not on the list, but I did technically teach it this semester as well. And there were some reviews from previous semesters that people knew already, like Babylon, but which didn't get full teaches. These were mostly the new ones. Okie dokie. We have A Lover's Track, Aces and Eights, AM to PM, Baby Oh Baby, Back in Your Heart, Back It Up, Bobby with an Eye, Bump and Grind, Champagne Promise, Cowboy Rhythm, Cowgirl's Twist, Domino, Easy Shuffle, Freaky Skills, Girl of the Summer, Girls Like You Babe, Got Me Like, Got Your Number, Homesick Heart, Hunky Tonk Twist, Hot Foot, I Play Chicken with the Train, Istanbul, K is for Kicks, Kissing Strangers, Lucky Strike, Make It Sweet, Moves Like Jagger, Off the Chain, Psycho, Rhyme or Reason, Rhythm Inside, Rolling Rhythm, Second Time Around, Shady, Shoop, Smooth Funk, Something in the Water, Southside Shake, Stitches, Stripes, Strut Through My Heart, Switchblade USA, The Cowboy, The Rednecks, The Way I Am, Turbo Twang, and Won't Back Away. And we'll be going through this list explaining why we chose some of these dances and maybe giving some backstory on how we came to discover them, as well as whether they stuck around or didn't after their initial teaches. So I guess we'll just take it from the top, a lover's track. Around when would you say we taught this one? It was after Northwest Line Dance Blast, but it was before Windy City. This is true. I think that one was taught because I had a teach of it coming up at Windy City, Line Dance Mania 2018, and I wanted to be sure that I knew how to teach it and what to be ready for in case there were any surprises in the callings of steps or any tricky counts, which actually there are a few of in that dance. Uh, I thought they took it pretty well, surprisingly well for uh, a dance that I think took longer to teach for Roy and Fiona in Portland. Um, It wasn't too bad when we did it. After that was uh, Aces and Eights on this list. 
unless you had additional thoughts of a lover's track. I was going to say it was nice taking it from Roy and Fiona, the choreographers, because we had an idea of what they were trying to break down and examples that we could then very easily pass on to our particular students. And we realized in teaching them certain ways that we could break down the dance a little bit easier or go over things a little bit differently for when you taught it at Windy City, which really got the kinks out, which I think gave you a really good teach at Windy City of this particular dance. Um, and it was nice to that club is willing, I'll be honest, to be our guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. Aces and eights. So aces and eights. I have no idea when we taught this. I, I don't remember at all when it was taught. I know that it's one that was done in LA. It's one that was done um, back in April at Stagecoach. It's one that's done, I believe. Oh, actually, I don't know if it's done in Reno or not. I believe it is. Um, but I was able to experience it at the Davis Graduate. And because that's one of the close, and I say close loosely because it's still like an hour and a half drive from where we live, um, venues in which we sometimes have uh, special, I guess lack of a better term, field trips to or outings with our particular club, uh, I wanted them to be able to have, be able to dance this particular dance. Um, I am very very fond of this dance to the original track which is dead man's hand um in la they song switch it to whip it however i know rachel and shane's whip it so i prefer that one to that song and so i like having although i do find song switching important i i like having dedicated dances to dedicated songs so that there's more options out there to dancing. Um, I do know that there's a couple of them that enjoy it. They just requested it just this last uh, Thursday or the week prior, and they had fun dancing it. So I know that there's a few of them that really, really like it. Um, it looks like it was back in August. August 29th was when we taught Aces and Eights. Um, so... I guess the next one would be you because it's AM to PM. This one's a quick one. This is one that we had wanted to have ready in time for, I believe, Florida Line Dance Classic. And we just had a little bit extra time after one of our club sessions. So I guess I'll, I'll just kind of throw Domino in there as well. Uh, we we did Domino, which is one of Rachel's, and AM to PM, which was taught by Rachel on her Vimeo. And since we had another club member with us that night, um, Natalie Golia, we taught it to her as well. Otherwise, it would have just been one of our private sessions where we go over dances for events. So, yeah, that was the night that we did AIM to PM. And then later in this list, Domino. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot coming up for your teaches. I definitely didn't teach Baby Oh Baby. Now, that was one I we had... Um, we had learned back in time a while back, which was Guyton and Rachel's. And there are dances that we like to dance in that nice space that we have for club. 
Uh, so just so we can keep the dance, we have to keep it in our body. Back in Time's a tricky one. We've already probably forgotten most of it so that we would have to review it before we played the song at full speed. Baby Oh Baby was one that I was hoping Club could do because it's one that I enjoyed back at Mavericks. Well, very two, very easy two-wall uh, Brian McWhorter dance. And while they were doing that, once they had that independently and they didn't need to follow either of us, we on the side could be doing Back in Time. Unfortunately, I learned it incorrectly at Mavericks because when I, I looked at the step sheet, the counts toward the end are slightly less easy and intuitive than I would have thought. And you know me, I want to teach things to the step sheet. So I taught them to the step sheet. I kind of preferred just doing it the simplified way. And that dilemma led me to not really push it. And they didn't request it enough to justify, you know, keeping it around fresh in their mind. So I just kind of like let it fade. But that's too bad because that was the intention behind that. It was like the, it's a great song. It's got some fun butt stuff, you know, in the beginner improver version that Brian did. It's just those weird tricky counts at the end. It would have been a lot simpler to just do like step turn cha 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 full turn cha cha cha, and that's it. The step sheet said otherwise, so it was a good experiment. Would have worked as a floor split. Maybe someday we'll see it again. Oh. Do you have any thoughts on Back in Your Heart? I love this dance. I'm so glad you taught it to club. <laughs> this one, I think, was also another one in preparation uh, in preparation for Windy City Line Dance Mania because I had two teaches in one hour. And, oh good, the person's car who was being stolen two, two spots over is no longer being stolen. Very nice. Car alarm is going off. Anyway, um... This was being taught in conjunction with, which uh, is also on the list, Strut Through My Heart. This one is Back in Your Heart. Very confusing for people who are seeing, seeing it for the first time and aren't familiar with the music. The way to remember it is that in in this song, they say, Back in Your Heart, because it's a remix of the uh, song by the uh, Jackson 5, I Want You Back. The other one, Strut Through My Heart, he says, bang, bang, straight through my heart. So then you think, ah, I do struts, toe struts in this dance. Strut through my heart. When you put them back to back, it's very difficult to remember that. Anyway, I like back in your heart. It's a nice little beginner dance. Uh, the justification between both, uh, behind both of these was just prepare for Windy City. Uh, one nice note about this one was that when I was working on it and I needed a little bit of help with the first few counts, I was able to ask Joe, who's very good with her beginner dances, all whole count kind of dances. And she was at an event getting ready to go down to the ballroom the morning of one of the days that she was there. And she still gave me some feedback and had some different things for me to try out to see if they felt okay with the flow of things. I thought that was really sweet of her. So love and hugs to Joe Thompson Smansky in Colorado for helping Back in Your Heart uh, take shape. Um, I guess after that, we have Back It Up. And this is one that we actually have kind of a similar story with for many of these dances. Darren and Amy are coming to Wine Country Line Dances Workshop uh, in March, on March 30th of uh, 2019. And we just would love to cram and overload our students with all their dances that we thought that uh, they would enjoy. So... 
toward the end of the semester, they got a lot of Darren and a lot of Amy. And this one is a collaborative work that is part Darren, uh, which they they seem to like. They seem to have stuck with it, even though there are some tricky turns and parts that seem like, oh, is this the time that I do the chase turn? Or No, wait, is this the time that I just step, turn and step back and then go back a few times? I get those mixed up all the time. If I'm not paying attention, I go into the wrong one. But the song, the song is really groovy as far as just like feeling cool and jazzy. And I'm glad that they like it because that's probably going to get played at the workshop. And now that so many of them know it, it will definitely be played at the workshop. Yeah, it was certainly one that's been on my list for a while. I saw um, a video of Darren dancing it, I think, at Vegas or Windy City or somewhere. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this looks so cool. And we just it was on our list forever. And we we kept forgetting about it because we didn't print out a step sheet. Um, and then finally it just kind of happened for us and we're like, oh yeah, we wanted to learn that. Let's go ahead and do that now. So we don't forget again. And then we ended up really liking it and then you brought it to clubs. So after that, we have uh, Bobby with an eye and this was during, I don't want to call it a phase, but a period of time when I was looking for Rachel dances or other circuit people dances that I thought that they might like things that I thought they quote should know if they were ever to go out onto the circuit and you know do circuit dances um, this would be one that you know some people would know and it's also country so those of the people who go to club that like country uh, you know could do it and and feel like it's their kind of music uh, we have one student who is a big fan of it uh, Kendra and she actively requests this dance. I think she was one of the few people who were of the first round to learn it. Other folks in club have seen it many times when Kendra and the two of us have danced it, but they haven't said, oh, wow, I, I want to learn that. I want to get caught up with what you guys know regarding that dance. And I guess that's okay. You know, they see it done. They have the option to request it. They just haven't been. Um, I think it's a clever sequence of familiar patterns and there's a lot of room for play with the consistent um, structure generally consistent structure of syncopation there are a lot of places that you can do unwinds or triple turns or you know act out what he's saying in the music and you really make it your own Uh, we were actually just talking with michael and michelle this weekend and they said that for some reason Bobby with an eye is one that people can get even when they have trouble with what should be easier dances, like come dance with me, for example. Bobby with an eye just flows well enough or is interesting enough for their memory to grab onto that they don't have trouble with it once they learn it. Yeah. Um, after that, there's bump and grind. Bump and grind, I, I taught mostly because of Joe. This was another period in which, or another part of the period in which I was looking for dances that might cross over to events. And this, that was the other half of it is that, uh, it's one of those that is also done locally. So it's not like a waste of time for them to learn one way or the other. Like if, if I were to teach it to them and it's an event dance, so they never get to do it anywhere then they wouldn't be happy with that. If it's one that I teach 
them that is only ever done here, like the version of Country Girl Shake It For Me that we know, they could never do that anywhere else. Or if they did, they'd be alone. So this was one that I thought, oh, this is a good crossover. Because I think uh, the other half of it is uh, Jamie. I think this one is Jamie and Joe. And it's a clever dance. Like, you bump when they say bump, you grind when they say grind. It's too wall. It's very beginner-friendly. For some reason, I don't know if it's the song or what, it didn't really take off among them the way that I might have hoped. And it didn't really get requested. I think one of them knew it by the end of the semester when we were just playing everything under the sun. And I'm okay with that, but it it just kind of goes to show that it's hard to predict what they will like. As we'll see once we get to a couple of your 64 count two wall (laughs) experiments that they still know, um, thanks to your encouragement, this little, what, 32 count, I don't even know, 48 maybe count dance, they they didn't stick with. Go figure. Uh, after that is one of your ha, one of your teaches that was going to be one of my teaches. And you're like, no, I love this dance. Mine. Uh, this one was after we got back from New York State of Line. Okay. So a little bit more backstory on this. I actually fell in love with this dance at Fort Wayne. 2018 so that was back in March of this year I followed uh, Rona K actually walked me through it and I fell in love with this dance and I was like oh my gosh so any time I had a chance to dance champagne promise you can bet your tushy I was out there dancing it and I loved every moment of it whether I was dancing it vanilla or whether I was adding turns to it whether I was adding a hold to it it didn't matter um I loved it and when I had the opportunity before Vegas when Dolly Urquhart asked me to teach at a beginner social um in the area I had asked her if I could teach Champagne Promise because I knew a good chunk of her students that were coming, becoming to the beginner social were also going to be going to Vegas. And I knew this dance was going to get played. So I wanted to give them something useful. So I ended up actually teaching this. And um, Brenda Chateau was also one of the instructors at that particular event. And since then, it's made it onto a social playlist at uh, Wine Country Line Dance several different months in a row. And so I'm really, really excited about that because, again, I get to dance this dance more. So we went to New York State of Line. And, of course, I danced this dance any chance I got. When we came back, you had finally gotten to a point where the song really grew on you and you enjoyed watching the dance enough that you're like, okay, I think it's time I learned this dance. So then you learn this dance. You surprised me when you were going to be like, okay, so now I'm going to teach you Champagne Promise. I was like, no, 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 no. This is my dance. Thank you very much. Get, 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 get out of the way. Let me teach this. So I was definitely very, very eager to teach it once you brought it as an option for club. I love it. Um, it is certainly one that uh, they do fight for a little bit because there's a lot of similar patterns to it. Um, so I think with them, they're at that stage where they're expecting a lot of break patterns. So like a break in a pattern. So like you'll do one, one thing and then on one side, but then you won't, 
be symmetrical on the other side. Um, that kind of stuff. So I think they're used to that. Plus, it's a little bit slower feel. So they're not quite used to that style. So they do fight for it. Um, they have requested it a few times and they do enjoy it. Uh, and again, of course, I love this dance. So I was very, very excited to be able to teach it to them. So after Champagne Promise, we have Cowboy Rhythm. Yes, Cowboy Rhythm, I think I had tried to teach during a previous semester when I was um, encouraging them to learn Cowboy Rhythm and Just for Grins and other classic Joe dances. And what happened with this one was Brett Eldridge's song, Crazy Little Thing, well, his cover, Crazy Little Thing Called Love came out and... I put it immediately into my choreo maybe list uh, because he does a really good cover of it. I then go on Coppernob and find out there are two pages of dances to Crazy Little Thing Called Love, uh, either by Dwight Yoakam or the original by Queen. So I thought, okay, a new dance to this song is not needed. Um, And then, on top of that, one of our friends from another state uh, choreographed her own dance to this specific cover so then I really thought, okay, there's no way I can put out something new to this this song, but I, I want to dance something to it. So I was looking through, since it, the, the dance is uh, phrased like in 48 count blocks, uh, I was looking for something 48 count that was an appropriate BPM uh, feel. And as it turns out, Cowboy Rhythm works really well, which we found out while we were in San Francisco at a Starbucks that is also a Wells Fargo. <laughs> The same room. You just go on one half of the room, Starbucks, and the other half of the room is Wells Fargo. Yeah, we, stopped. we stopped at it to, to try and not get stuck in traffic. Yeah. We were waiting for traffic to die down and then make the rest of the trip home. For I think that we actually had a holiday party that night too, but we were killing time, and so then we we were we were experimenting with dances. Yep. Yeah. So I thought that one worked out really well, and I taught that one at club. I I guess it was too fast for for them or. But for some reason, we just didn't really follow up on it. I tried teaching it at Hot Monk as well, and I think they had trouble with the speed. But if you go too much slower than that, it also isn't as satisfying, I think. So I think it really was the right dance for that song, but, you know, it's not always the right people. Well, I think with club, they don't they don't have the attachment to the song the way, say, like we would or someone even in our parents' age group would. Um, as for Hot Monk that particular night, there was a lot of beginners there. And so, you know, having a little bit faster song with even just a little bit trickier steps that's not just like a walk-walk or a grapevine can certainly throw off absolute beginners and new people. And also speaking of attachment, it's a Joe dance, so for us, it's like, oh, yay, any opportunity to share Joe with the world. But these people have not met Joe, for the most part, other than Kendra in Vegas, so they don't see the significance of dancing a Joe dance. Uh, also, they aren't exactly boot-wearing and buckle-polishing country line dancers at Sonoma State Line Dance Club, so a dance called Cowboy Rhythm uh, might not be one that they feel compelled to keep. Also, it's hard to remember the name of a dance that has nothing to do with the song. Um, so how can you request it if you don't know what it's called? Yeah. yeah, That that will come up other times, I'm sure, in some of the stories we have with these. Um, 
Cowgirls Twist. That was just one that I had in my pocket as, you know, a possible beginner dance to bring to them. And I had taught it, I think, Twin Oaks and Hot Monk before. But, yeah, they don't really, even though for me it's like, oh, uh, uh, I should really promote this classic dance. They don't really care about classic, contemporary, whatever. They just need to like the song and like the dance and then they'll do it. That's it. And I don't think that they're big Vince Gill fans. Uh, so they they don't really know what the song's all about there, what the cowgirls do. And again, yeah, it's got that name, Cowgirls Twist, and they're not like super repping the country aspects of line dance uh, during this particular batch of dancers. So yeah, it's not, not one that they, they held on to. Domino, I already described that one earlier. Uh, easy Shuffle is uh, one of your teaches, and that is what we have next. So Easy Shuffle is actually one that we learned with Michael and Michelle as we randomly, one weekend, had a weekend off, and they were having a dance and dine event, and so we spoke with them, and we arranged that we can get up there. Uh, And it was a cute, easy little dance. It was fun. Uh, It's done to uh, Cowboy Up by... Jill Johnson. Jill Johnson is the song. And so every once in a while, I like to try and bring really country songs into club because we have two specific members that are definitely fit the buckle wearing country boots, you know, style dancers. They enjoy that music and, um, Unfortunately, their schedules don't allow them to show up frequently. So I always have one or two in my back pocket for when they can show up. It was one of the nights that they did. And so I was like, sweet, this is one I can definitely bring um, bring in. They'll love it. And sure enough, they really, really enjoyed it. It's also one that I've taught at Twin Oaks and Hot Monk, and they seem to like it as well. It's been requested a few times since then. Um, I think they really enjoy the, the lasso bit that we've added in. So... So after that, switching modes completely from an, a beginner country dance, we have Freaky Skills. Yeah, Freaky Skills, I just knew that they would like because it is very provocative. And when we learned it, we thought, ooh, that's clever. That thong bit where you thrust or that uh, sailor step, twist, twist, more thrusting. Really, there's just a lot of thrusting. And I'm okay with that. I mean, that's that's right in my ballpark. Um we learned this after seeing it done. I mean, we've, we've seen it done at many events, I'm sure. It just kind of was in the background uh, for all those East Coast events where it was played. The one that really sold it for me was Northwest Lion Dance Blast, where there was just all kinds of great open dancing late, late at night. And this was one that I was able to capture on, uh, on video. And a couple of the people dancing it right in front of the camera were Joey, Joey Warren, and Julie Dixon. And... You could see them playing with it and playing with each other. There's one part in the video where they say something like, I'll bring my friends, you bring your friends, we can be friends. And you can see Joey's just waiting for it. He's waiting for it. And then when they say, we can be friends, he like goes to, to shake Julie's hand. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and he throws her off for the next few counts. Uh, but I, I saw how much fun that looked like for them. And I thought, you know, our people would like that too. Plus they seem to like a lot of the pit bull featuring or starring uh, songs. So 
it seemed like one that they they might like as well as one that you know if if you know people in Reno or SoCal are looking at this looking to pick up new dances for their area this would be one that they would like too cuz yeah. people like off the chain make it shake uh I mean, we haven't really brought it into the forefront, but, you know, they'd probably, like, follow me. There's this whole family of dances that that uh, almost seem like cousins of each other. And this, this one, I thought, would be um, a good one for that demographic. After that is one of your teaches, Girl of the Summer. This one was one that I thought several different groups would like, and I needed a teach for club um, that was a little bit on the easier side because they were kind of at that mode of fried that night. So I just pulled it out real quick. It's one that I had taught a couple times at the beginner workshop in um, or at Dolly's in Runner Park. Um, I've taught it once or twice at Hot Monk. Unfortunately, it's really not a, a dance or song for the Hot Monk crowd Um, Dolly's beginner class definitely seemed to like it. Uh, club was kind of a hit or miss. They, they, I think at that point, whatever was going on, they were certainly just brain fried at the moment. So it's not one that I really pushed a whole lot. So that's some of it. And another one, like they just really didn't kind of like grab onto it. But after that, you have girls like you, babe. This one I procrastinated on because it's very, um, it, 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 I mean, it can be awkward and make one self-conscious to teach one's own dances in one's own class because then you feel like you're abusing your power as the instructor and just making it all about you. But really, somebody had requested that this be taught because she liked the song. So I taught it. Girls Like You, Babes, to the song Girls Like You by Maroon 5. I enjoy it. We did it at that Relay for Life event with uh, Vial and Isidro. And, you know, some people who have done it like the feel of it. I think it hits nicely. Uh, but I also know that it's it's not for every crowd. It's not for a bar, really. It's not like in-your-face party music. It's just nice and pleasant, something to do if you like the song already. After that is one of your teaches, Got Me Like. So Got Me Like was certainly a guinea pig testing dance for me to teach this particular dance by Darren and Raymond Sarlemagne. Um, to club right before I taught it at an event, which was New York State Align. I was certainly impressed with them. The steps were very, very accessible to them. They they were able to pick up the steps. I feel like if I wanted to push it more, it probably would have stuck because again, they got the steps. The sequencing was a little tricky the first time. And the second. <laughs> After I had taught it at New York State Align, it was much easier. So I feel like if I was to go back, I could definitely teach it again and get them to stick with it and fight for it. Because they certainly liked the song. Um, they had fun with a couple of the movements. And so I think that they would be able to handle it. It was just, I think it was a lot to throw at them one night and then not follow up with them because it is a 64 count dance with restarts and tags and, or, so I think it's 64 counts. But anyways, it's, you know, got tags and restarts and half B's and half A's and it's very confusing for sequencing unless you've heard the song a couple times. Once you've heard the song a couple times, it just makes perfect sense. You're like, yeah, of course I would be doing this movement during this this portion of the dance. Um, 
but it can be very intimidating when you see large large sequence or sorry large counts or a confusing sequencing um off the bat people can get very very intimidating intimidated and so i think this is probably one i will try again in the future because like i said they were able to get the steps um it was just the 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 run through part with the music that was a little bit you know struggling for them but i feel like like most of the ones which i'll explain a little bit later two in particular it's just about repetition and i think they could handle it uh next up is one of your teachers got your number got your number um okay so got your number was one i fell in love with back oh gosh december or november or something like that and it was one that I couldn't wait for us to be on the same page of priorities of learning it. Because there are certain dances that both you and I have for, um, like, yes, this is a top priority dance. We both want to learn this one next. So then we'll learn it together. But then there's others that where it's like his number two dance might be my number five dance or vice versa. Well, and Some of that's also based on what event is coming up and how likely it is to be played there. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's many reasons as to what like our priority of what we want to learn is. Um, but this particular one, I was like, no, no, you don't understand. I'm not waiting. I need to learn this dance. So I learned the dance. Um, I danced it once or twice by myself when we had when we showed up early to club or when we were late or um, stayed later so that I was able to keep it a little bit. And then Darren taught it at Palm Springs at the end of January. So I was really, really excited because then you learned it. And so that was when I was like, okay, let's bring it to club. So I brought it to club and a few people learned it and they really, really liked it. So then when this semester started, this fall semester, they had asked for a review on it and several people didn't know it. So I just did a full teach all over again and now it's one that they request all the time. They love it. They definitely really, really enjoyed it. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what it is about the song or the dance, but Darren did extremely well because it hooked me right away. And I think maybe that trans uh, transferred over through my excitement of being able to teach it. And then they just really, really enjoy it because it's a fast, upbeat song, got some fun movements of it. Um, I know they like the dub, the two different swivets and the second one being able to yell out woo or something. And I've de- certainly noticed that people like being able to make noise during dances. Uh, so that's, that's been a big hit at, at our club. Um, after that, we have Homesick Heart. Now, there's a couple reasons I taught this one. One, because it's a, it's a little bit slower dance. And I like to be able to balance out our club a little bit more. I don't think necessarily um, they were ready for a whole lot of slow stuff. And they're definitely not necessarily ready for like nightclubs and waltzes per se. But they're they're ready to start dabbling a little bit. And I wanted to expose them to something that I think they would enjoy. Um, I know some of them really, really like the song itself. As well as a lot of them really, really like Maddie dances. The few times I've taught Maddie dances in the past, such as Boots, they've really, really just enjoyed her craft um, and her ability to make a dance really, really flow. So when I taught this one, 
I taught it for those reasons, as well as it was going to be one that we were going to be demoing the following weekend at an event. So I was like, I might as well just teach it. Then he and I, Chris and I can both learn it as well as club can learn it. And, um, Kendra had actually learned it in Vegas too. So they really, really enjoyed it. And they seemed to like that one. Um, other than that, after that, I guess I should say we have honky tonk twist. And that one, from having just done a quick search on the club page, I apparently taught in September, on September 12th. This is a Max Perry dance, and we like the song that we learned it with, which was That's What I Like by Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers, I believe. Um, we tried teaching this at Hot Monk and at um, Club and... I think it's one of those where it's just, it's like cowboy rhythm. It's symmetrical. It has interesting movements. But it's also kind of fast. And if you don't already have an attachment to it, like Max Perry, wow, you know, cool, we know a Max Perry dance. They don't know who Max Perry is. They're a bunch of college kids. And, you know, that that little bit of, you know, stuff adding up leads to not requesting it. And not remembering the sequence. Is this the time that I do the twists and the heel hooks or the swivets? Like, they're kind of similar. Eventually, you're just like, ah, well, I guess that's one that I learned and now is gone. And this was also early in the semester when it looks like, based on what I'm I'm seeing on the club page, we were really looking for a lot of circuit-type people. Uh, This was around the time, a couple weeks after, or a couple sessions, after I had taught Bump and Grind. One session after I had taught The Rednecks, which was, um, the it's set to the song Old Poppin' and Oak by uh, The Rednecks. And that's what we used to use for Crazy Legs. So I was thinking, well, what can we do other than Crazy Legs uh, to that song? And then the week after that was when I taught The Cowboy. So this was like a lot of trying to think about, you know, what can we bring back from our Mavericks days that could be relevant to club now? And uh, I mean, there, there are only so many that you can pick from the past. Honky Tonk Twist was one that I hoped would work out. And Same. we just we just didn't push it enough or they they aren't into the song enough. Who knows what it was? It didn't stick. And I'm OK with that. Um, or you, you kind of have to be OK with that after a while. Um after that is Hot Foot. This was a this was a special guest teach by Natalie Degolia. Her first time coming to Lion Dance Club, and she is on the she was on the square dancing team for Stagecoach, and she's done all kinds of dancing down in the uh, San Luis Obispo area. So we thought, as a way of getting her into the building, rather than have somebody use up a guest pass on her, which is you know a finite resource for the students, we would just have her sign in on the same list that we use as guests. Uh, to to some club event and referees and coaches sign in on the same clipboard we sign in as guest instructors well in order to make her guest instructor she would have to teach something so she taught a dance that's popular down there called Hotfoot to another redneck song uh, wild and free it's quite a workout it's mostly just kicking your legs up in the air and then alternating and then doing a hook for part of it um I wouldn't recommend playing this for, say, like beginners, uh, but this would be one for those people who don't want to do like a, a 64 count 
really complex dance. They just want to do easy steps faster. <laughs> this is perfect for that. Um, go ahead. So this is the one that I say if I wanted a two-week aerobic workout, I would just put this on repeat for two times. And then I would be done for my workout for two weeks because it is that fast. It's that aerobic kicking and yeah. After that is I play chicken with the train and I taught this in response to seeing it taught up in Reno uh, because I saw that it was you know taken off up there. And uh, as it turns out, it's a, a Guyton Mundy and Friends dance. So I figured, well, maybe someday they'll, you know, our, our students will even get to do it on the circuit sometime. I, I think it was, um, I want to say it's like Guyton and was it Robert Royston, perhaps? And then like Barry Amato. Let's take a look at the sheet, pulling up our information here. Hey, look at that. Guyton Mundy, Robert Royston, Barry Amato. Gold star for Christopher. Anyway, um, this one is one that I hope that our students will get to do up in Reno if they make the road trip up there. And, you know, because there hopefully will be a small patch of them, uh, they can all do it together as they learned it at club. Great dance. Anyway, uh, after that is Istanbul. This one's simple enough. This was another Amy prep dance, uh, beginner dance. We taught it toward the end of the semester. According to her, she only taught it a couple times at uh, events after it came out, and then she just kind of moved on to other dances from there. But since it was available on the internet, we pulled it, and it made its way to club. It was too late in the semester to really know if people were going to keep it, but I do know that Kendra requested it at least a couple times after it was taught. Uh, I like the song from when it was back on Tiny Toon Adventures. That's that's just me. Uh, K is for Kicks, I think might have... Was, was that one that we taught, or was that just a guest teach when we weren't there? I think that was one that Courtney and Carrie taught together, which was really fun to see two of our students take the challenge because we had we had a couple new students there um, who are one of them now specifically. Lori is one of our regular students, um, but they took the time to teach the new student, and it was really fun watching them attempt this and be comfortable enough in a safe environment to know that they're not being judged or that they're doing something wrong, but that we were both also there to assist them if they needed help breaking it down in any way, shape, or form. And so that's how that one got taught this semester. All right. Well, with 18 minutes left, is that 18 minutes? 18 minutes left and half the list to go. Uh, here comes Kissing Strangers. Quick story behind this was that I thought they would like it. They said in the group chat that they would like it. And somebody specifically requested it a while back and only made it halfway through the teach and came back to it later. It didn't stick this time either. I'll still dance it alone anytime. I, I just, hey. I, I'll, I'll even dance it with you if you're willing to humor me. <laughs> <laughs> After that was Lucky Strike. Uh, this one I found um, because I was listening to music and um uh, you know, I think it was in, in my secret stash of um, some thread that I saw on Reddit. Uh, they were saying what song should have made it bigger or something like that. And this was a Maroon 5 song, Lucky Strike. I know one of our club members likes Maroon 5, and it's a beginnerish dance. It's just a fast, easy steps kind of dance. And uh, eventually, you know, after I, I had learned it and she was there, when the, both those things coincided, I was able to teach her. And a couple people in club do seem to like it. After that, we have Make It Sweet, which was one of yours. 
So make it sweet. Um, first of all, again, it's another one of the country songs that I tried to bring into club. So that was nice. Um, one of the reasons why I brought it in was similar to Homesick Heart. And that has to do with the fact that we were going to be demoing it for Florida. So it was a nice, easy way to get a teach in there, a country song. Um, the level was accessible, but the movements were different. So I wanted to kind of challenge them that way. And, you know, it's a Rachel dance. So, of course, I'm willing to teach a Rachel dance. And I kind of thought that it would take off a little bit more because one of the girls really, really loves 1159. And so I was hoping she'd kind of get attached to this one. But it's, it's certainly a different uh, feel to it. And I didn't push it as much as I could have. So they, they, it did get played a couple times. But um, it, it was also towards the end of club. So it's kind of hard in the last month when they're getting ready to wind down for finals and whatnot. And for to really, really estimate like, yes, this one's going to stick around. So hopefully I'll review it Um beginning of next year and we'll see how it goes moves like jagger i had taught in early september and it stuck for kendra to the point where toward the end of the semester she was still dancing it's still liking it and she even went and found a song switch for it at work uh yeah and we took that opportunity to really solidify our knowledge of Joey, Roy, and Rachel's um, yeah, every time that she would request moves like Jagger to um, yeah. And then, you know, occasionally if there was a dance that we wanted to review for Florida or something, we would put that song on and say, hey, you know, you could do moves like Jagger to this because it works out with a lot of songs. So she would find uh, over the course of the semester more songs to song switch it with. After that, we have Off the Chain. That one was specifically requested by somebody who must have missed the previous teach the previous semester, uh, as happens sometimes. You know, you, you just don't show up on the night when it's taught and everyone knows it but you. Uh, you, know, you, you ask for the review and, you know, it's helpful for everyone, really. After that was Psycho, uh, really taking it back with this Guyton and Jill dance, uh, Guyton Monday, Jill Babinek. And for this one, I actually, I, I, it was one that we, we had wanted to learn before. We, we already independently wanted to learn it. But I had been listening to Sweet But Psycho by Ava Max a lot, like on loop. And I was looking for anything that could kind of work as a song switch for it. I tried it with Psycho, and it sort of worked in my room. And then when we brought it to club and taught Psycho the dance with Sweet But Psycho the song, I thought, oh, this is actually kind of too fast. I guess it doesn't really work. I'll keep looking for something else to to dance for, to, uh, for this song, Sweet But Psycho. Turns out Kendra really likes it to the song Sweet But Psycho. So when she requests that we do Psycho, the dance, she wants it done to Sweet But Psycho, the song by Ava Max. So I'm glad that worked out for her. After the, Oh, and we still find other dances to song change, or to dance change? We find other dances to do with Sweet But Psycho, and there are quite a few. Like J.R. Drop. Like Drop. Uh, after that, we have Rhyme or Reason. I taught that really late on one evening after we had already done other teaches, so not everybody was around for it. Uh, I was hoping that uh, Kendra would like it because I think she, by that point she had already learned Bobby with an Eye. So I thought, oh yeah, Rhyme or Reason is another good circuit one that she could learn, like Bobby with an Eye, which is circuit. And Rhyme or Reason, of course, is by Rachel. 
but uh, the beginning steps are a little fast and tricky. The touch, 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 kick behind and cross in particular. Everything after that is very stra- fairly straightforward, but those first few counts, I think, were a little too much for that particular evening. And so since we never really pushed it that hard for everyone else in club after that, it just kind of became one that we would do and we would check in and be like, hey, do you remember this one? No? All right, well, we'll dance the rest of it anyway. Up next is Rhythm Inside. So Rhythm Inside. Uh, the nice thing about Rhythm Inside is that I... Yeah, I'll, I'll say this on air. Two out of the three dance crushes that I have, one of them being Darren Bailey, the other being Fred Whitehouse, and the last being Rachel McEnany White. Go figure. I just, I love watching them dance. I will watch them dance anytime they're on the dance floor. They're amazing. So naturally, when I saw this video on YouTube of Darren dancing Rhythm Inside, it was a fun, cool song for me. I really liked it. And it had a bunch of feedy bits in the choreography. And I'm a big fan of my feedy bits. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to bring this to club. I don't care. I'm going to be selfish about it. It's fine. And it took about an hour for me to teach them. It's the first time I taught them a 64 count dance. And they did really, really well with it. And I was really impressed. And so because we took about an hour of an hour and a half club lesson or section, I decided I'm going to make sure that because they fought so hard for this that they keep it. So I reviewed it probably for about two weeks. And when I say two weeks, that's about four sessions of meeting up. And now it's one of their favorites. And it's one that a few people have jumped on and tried to follow on the floor. And for the most part, they have it. Um, They are a little bit more experienced dancers, the ones who are following it. But I, yeah, it's, I'm really glad that they enjoyed it the way that I do. Um, And I was really lucky that I was able to demo it with him in Florida. So that was cool. After that, we have Rolling Rhythm. This one was one that we probably should have learned many events ago, but we finally got at a dance and dine event with Michelle and Michael on a random Sunday when we thought, hey, you know, we could actually make it to that. So we went up, we learned it, and it felt good. So when we when we took it back home, we tried it out with Girl Crush, which was, it was choreographed to, Perfect, which seems to be the most popular option at club and at my Brookdale Senior Living Group, and it also kind of works with tightrope, but... It's a little trickier and it goes off phrase. They like it too perfect, and I'm glad that they like it because that's a really useful dance for them to know going forward. After that is Second Time Around, another one of your teaches. So this one was one that I learned through Rachel's Vimeo channel, and if you have not checked that out, seriously do it. You will thank yourself for it. You will thank her for it. She's amazing. Um, and it's another one that I was like, you know what? You guys got rhythm inside. Let's try Let's try this one. It's a fun track. It's fun movements. You can do this. There, there's some butt shaky bits. There's some fun bits. There's a little bit challenge bits here and there. And this is the best way I'm going to expose you to some the most amount of steps and restarts and tags and whatnot in one dance that then I can use in future dances. And it took them a little bit longer because it, the sequencing is a little bit trickier than, say, you know, Rhythm Inside, which is a straight 64 count. Um, but they love it. It it literally gets played second time around. Gets played right after um, rhythm inside. So they're they're definitely really good at that about that one. Uh, then we have shady, which was personally requested by one of our students when she saw us dancing it. 
Yeah, it's done uh, at definitely Stoney's and I think also the Grad. I think I've seen it at Saddle Rack. So it's in the area. I I had taught it before. It didn't stick because it was at the end of that semester, so people were pretty fried. Uh, to be fair, I did teach it at the end of this semester too, so I don't know if they will keep it. Uh, the first few counts are tricky, and they threw th- those counts through a couple of our people. But I mean, when people are requesting specific dances, eventually you have to actually teach them because those are your people, and they they depend on you to teach them. So um, you know, because that one also is partly Darren and Amy, and third person being Fred. Uh, I, I was able to justify like, well, okay, so leading up to this upcoming workshop, that's a good one for them to know. Um, and I just tried not to be, you know, too personally bitter about the fact that I had already taught it, but not everybody was uh, ready for it at that time. We will see next semester whether they kept it. Shoop is another one that's Darren and Friends. And I saw that at Windy City late night. I was c- kind of able to follow it. I quite like it now that I know how it's actually done. And they seem to be holding on to it. They're requesting it. They're even doing it at places that aren't club. And uh, there's some really clever stuff in there. That kick flick kick is uh, is something I hadn't done in other dances. I'm glad I get a chance to do it in that one. Uh, Next is Smooth Funk, one of your teaches. Yes, I too am really, really glad that you taught Shoop. I love that song. I love that dance. It's great. So Smooth Funk was something that another guinea pig experiment to make sure that I was ready to cover Cat Painter at Stoney's Rock and Rodeo um, when she had asked if I would fill in for her one night. And this was one of the dances that was on the list. So I definitely had to get some of the kinks out of it because I had never taught it before. I had only ever actually followed it on the dance floor. So I didn't even knew, know if I knew it to step sheet. So that was where that one came in. Uh, something in the water. That one I had taught during previous semesters and other people already knew it. I think that one was in particular Stephanie's request for a review. Fortunately, it is also pretty beginner friendly, or at least uh, to the point where people who'd been dancing at club for a couple months um, would be all right with it. If I had taught it at the very beginning, it might have been tricky, but it, we were deep into it by that point, so they were able to hold on to it. Uh, I like it. It's very popular in, in SoCal with song switches, but I personally like the original song. Uh, it's just very light and, and friendly sounding. So I'm glad that more of us can do it together now. After that is Southside Shake. So Southside Shake was one that I had taught at a previous semester as well as Hot Monk and Twin Oaks. And two, like I said, those two girls that really like their country sounding songs uh, were there at club. So I pulled it out and they enjoy it every once in a while they'll they'll ask for it and just really get into it um i taught it again just recently at uh, twin oaks too so and i like keeping that one alive stitches is one that samantha uh, wanted for uh, helping her catch up with everyone else in club who knew it from previous semesters and stitches my goodness is just done everywhere everywhere like lonely drum everywhere so I'm glad that uh, that she was able to get that one. Now we're all able to do it uh, together. And again, it's an Amy dance. It'll help her out when she goes to the workshop, which everybody else hopefully will be doing as well, because they all know Stitches and so many Amy and Darren dances at this point. After that is Stripes, which we were exposed to after New York State of Line. Mark Abramson has a longer version of a dance to it, but when I looked it up looking for other dances to that song that might be more beginner-friendly, I was able to find uh, one by, I want to say, a Peter and an Anna of the UK, and 
I, I like that version. It's, it's clever. It has some different movements. And, uh, and I don't know whether I'll teach it at uh, Hot Monk and Twin Oaks, uh, depending on whether they're able to handle it. But the people at club were able to do it. And I think with a review next semester, maybe they can pick that one back up. After that, a strut through my heart, as I described earlier, it was in prep for Windy City. After that, a Switchblade USA, which was a, a review of a teach from a previous semester, and other folks uh, who had not taken that lesson saw it when we danced it with people from previous semesters, and they said, hey, that looks fun. Carrie, I think, wanted a review um, since she had actually done it in the previous semester's uh, teaches. And so now everybody has had some exposure to it. If they would like to keep it, they can take that with them to the circuit. After that was the Cowboy. As I mentioned, that was a what can we do that used to be done at Mavericks sort of teach. And we really didn't hold on to this one, unfortunately. I, I like it because it had like some of the booty stuff. And it's a classic. Uh, I, I printed out the original step sheet from Doris Voltz's site for you know added authenticity. But I just don't think that was uh, one that they they resonated with in particular. Uh, if they really want to do it again, you know, they could always do it at Stoney's. It's still done there. After that was the Rednecks. As I mentioned, that was one that I was looking for as an alternative to Crazy Legs for the song Old Pop and an Oak. And this one seemed easy enough, but I think, unfortunately, it was just at that too easy end of the spectrum um, to the point where they weren't feeling challenged by it. It's a lot of heel switches and touches to the side and vines and not really something that they need right now because they have so many dances that do more interesting for them type movements. After that was The Way I Am, which was another Amy dance in preparation of the workshop. And that, I think, was taught on the very last day, just so we would have a teach on the last day. Uh, I was surprised by how, how nice it felt for being a beginner dance and kind of a slower song. You know, adding that turn at the end instead of the walk-walk really takes you back into the beginning of the dance uh, nicely. And I hope that we get to do that at the workshop in March. Uh, after that was Turbo Twang that was taught in response to seeing a dance circulating on the internet called Burn It to the Ground. It is not called Burn It to the Ground. It is actually called Turbo Twang by Peter Metelnik and Max Perry. But through mutations over the years and song switches to dance, uh, to songs like In a Hicktown, or maybe it's just called Hicktown, uh, and then later Burn It to the Ground by Nickelback, Turbo Twang was forgotten and the choreographers were listed as unknown uh, and now many people know it just as Hicktown or Burn It to the Ground. Us in club, pretty much just me and you, uh, know it as Turbo Twang. Everyone else forgot it because we didn't really push it. It was just to teach it, more or less. If they had wanted to keep dancing it, we would have. After that was Won't Back Away, and this was actually one of Kendra's teaches, I think, uh, on a day that we were not there and she was covering for us. Uh, everybody knows it. She makes sure of that, and she helps them. Even if they've done it every week for the last several weeks of club, she will talk them through it just in case. Thoughts on this semester of dance at Sonoma State Lane Dance Club, Megan? I think as we've gotten more used to our particular group of students, we've gotten better at predicting things that they would actually enjoy um, we've gotten better at reasons as to why teaching. I think when we started bringing in stuff that we're like, okay, this is because this particular student likes this music, likes this band, likes this kind of style. Um, cause obviously we didn't go into like 100% depth of, of why we taught each and every individual thing and I'm just really looking forward to the new semester starting up and seeing about reviewing the ones that we just recently taught 
um, as well as any of the older ones that they might need, and then which new ones we'll start bringing in. We'll still be preparing them for the Amy and Darren social because that's going to be the end of March. If anybody wants to find our page on Facebook, you just look up Sonoma State Line Dance Club, and every post has what we taught, the step sheet link on Copper Knob, the song link on Spotify, and what we danced in Open Dance, as well as what we reviewed from previous sessions. We also have group photos so that we know if you know that dance, because we know you were there when we taught it. So if you would like to check that out, again, it's Sonoma State Line Dance Club on Facebook. This has been Line Dance Podcast with Christopher Gonzalez and... Megan Barcelia. Thank you for listening. And until next time, we will see see you on on the the dance dance floor. floor.